my cat died and we were living in Maryland and we buried her in the backyard and I wanted to bring her body with me to New York. <laughs> and my husband was, I just wanted her body in, buried in my backyard in New York. And my husband was like, listen, baby, I, I can't like take the, 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 the cat out and put the cat in a bag and then bring the cat oh. to New York. It's not happening. So I called Regina, I'm like, Regina, you won't do it. She came with a shovel. Dump my cat up, put my cat in a bag, and brought my cat oh my to me God. in New York. Wait, she Thank brought you, the Regina. Cat? Yes, she did. Oh my God. Yes, she did. I loved Cleo so much. I wanted oh. to. I didn't want to leave her in Maryland. Why? What's wrong with Maryland? I've always wanted to do a podcast with different women who have different points of view, or just like a show where I force people to talk about The View with me. Is the world flat? Yes. I'll call it Deja The View. I, I never thought about it, Whoopi. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another thrilling episode of Deja The View. We are bourboned up and, <laughs> and ready to... Deliver the hot topics and the view tea. Call me a bad server because we oh always God. spill the tea. <laughs> I've gone too far. Anyways, I am your host, Joanne Piano Version, <laughs> and I'm here with uh, Mary Magdalene from the Born This Way album. And we are so lucky to be joined by once again rob riggle here he is everyone's favorite co-host <laughs> guest co-host rob riggles is with us filling and in for joanne the scammer version <laughs> filling in for mitchell pert who you may remember from one of our previous episodes welcome it was whatever <laughs> how does it feel to be back um this time <laughs> this it's it feels good sorry i was gonna go into a whole thing but like i'm not ready to open up quite yet like whoopee. i'll just i'll leave it at good i'm we're happy to have you here in mm. marie's studio mm. and not my studio it's hot yeah it's warm it's it's, it's you either get freezing cold or hot as heck <laughs> What is global warming? Is it cold or is it hot? I think Lady Gaga's a really interesting artist. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, it's been a really busy past few weeks. <laughs> so a lot's happened. If you're not sure where to start, I think a good place would be like to just read us the plot summary of Switched switched for christmas or yeah. whatever because i was listening to some like i was just trying to catch up and uh -huh. all that and in uh, like literally the past three episodes of your podcast We've you read talked. you read the summary of switched at christmas <laughs> <laughs> like, like but, but each, each time you do it as if you haven't done it before yeah. we can't move we can't on move on <laughs> A lot has happened. We had a karaoke party. Uh -huh. so we didn't record an episode last weekend. Because we were on... Um, well, we didn't record because we were on vocal arrest we for karaoke. Mm -hmm. So Kevin and I planned a karaoke event. Um, 
under the influence of Nini Leakes's Girls and Gays Never Forget All White Party Seafood Soiree, we called our event the Kevin and Marie Girls and Gays Never Forget Karaoke Soiree. Mm-hmm. There's no seafood. There was no seafood and nobody wore white. Um, and we, what can I say? We performed. <laughs> we performed the heck out of. Sang my heart out. I sang my heart out and I. I didn't realize how much time I spent on my kn- <laughs> on my knees that evening <laughs> because I was performing in my mind. I was like giving my like finale Lady Gaga performance for every song, and I was dramatically dropping to my knees. Yeah. And the coffee table um, slash runway surface was made of solid marble. <laughs> so the next day, the bruising on my legs that I don't think Mitchell has seen. <laughs> Uh, but Kevin has seen the bruising on my legs was. Can we share in, the photo yeah, on social media? Fo- yeah. it's, so uh. fun- it's so funny that you say that because so. I only did like two songs, but I remember the next day thinking like, in retrospect, I think I had too many knee moments. But I, this yeah. is too many knee moments. So my knees were wow. wrecked, That's- absolutely wrecked. Yeah. And it's because I had holes in my jeans on my knees and I was dragging myself across solid marble for three hours. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Something about us is that we take it too seriously and I don't care if anyone else is having fun as long as I'm having fun. And not even fun, but it's like as long as I am giving my the best, best performance. Show, yeah. And I, yeah, I do, I treat it like it's an intimate concert experience i try to look every guest in the eye i try to you know interact with them a bit and i try to put on a show i can relate because in past years Mm -hmm. when throwing a karaoke party i once sprained my ankle while doing i dropped to my knees and then like fell to my back like Uh a back bend Mm -hmm. at the same time and i invented the death drop i yes i invented (laughs) it and i actually sprained my ankle and i had to call in sick to work I was singing Ugly Heart by GRL. Yeah, Yeah, which we also did. Yeah. Yeah. That came up? We did it as the opener. Mm. If you don't know what that song is, it's uh, something you should look up on. If you don't know what that song is, you're literally dead to me. Yeah. Um, We did, yeah, just so many hits. And I I also think it was worse because I was wearing um, heeled uh, Chelsea boots. (laughs) <laughs> because and I only wore them because I was going to sing "Can't Fight the Moonlight" and I thought it'd be funny if I was wearing a cowboy-influenced boot. And it was funny, but not funny for the other like two hours and f- like forty-nine minutes when I wasn't doing "Can't Fight yeah. the Moonlight." Mm. Yeah, your phone did end my up in the trash. Did fight the moonlight. <laughs> so it, yeah, think about my. So I own an iPhone like every other person. <laughs> The thing about my phone, though, is that it's made of steel. And I realized over the last like four years of owning the same phone that no matter how I drop it, it doesn't break. I don't know. Some which put I think that before um, Steve Jobs died, he like put a spell on my on my phone (laughs) that it will never break. And now I've made a gag out of it when I've had half a sip of a wine cooler where I'll throw my phone against the wall to be like, ha ha. Right. So you know how Trixie Mattel, <laughs> when she's with Katya and Katya says something funny and Trixie goes, ah! uh-huh. that's like what Marie does, except she also throws her phone across <laughs> the room. So I threw my phone in the grand finale after my last song, which I think was 
me and Kevin doing an acapella version of Halo. And right. Well, no, tell it right. <laughs> Okay. They shut the mics off on us because it was late. So they, and then, yeah, they shut and the... then I broke into an acapella halo because you can't shut me down just because you're yeah. gonna no, shut the mics off. They shut the machine demanded, off, but the mics though. are still on. Right. Yeah. But so we we fan sang that. <laughs> so we sang a fan demanded um, yeah. version, and then we were done, and everyone was like, "Yay, okay, nice night." It was uh-huh. done, but then Marie. Decided like, I'm not done. to start singing If I Were a Boy oh. by herself. <laughs> and she literally got out the first line of If I Were a Boy. And then suddenly the music turned back like, on <laughs> as if to be like, no, please, we'll give you five more minutes if you just, please don't. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then I started doing my gag. Uh, my bit of throwing my phone and I threw my phone across the room like and we're talking like 20 feet against the wall <laughs> it least. hit the <laughs> it hit the it hit the wall and then it like bounced into something and we didn't know where it went <laughs> and I knew that it fell into the garbage and I was like oh don't worry guys haha it's in the garbage and we all took a turn looking and it didn't appear to be in the garbage. And then everyone else was looking around the room being like, oh, Marie, you're so crazy. And then I, to my friend Mira, was like, it's in the garbage. Like, look mm. harder. We all low-key knew it was in the garbage. <laughs> it's just no one wanted so, to take the step of... To make a um, short story long, it ended up, it was in the garbage covered in barbecue sauce. Oh. <laughs> because the group before us had clearly ordered wings. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Um, and guess what? Guess what phone I'm using right now? The same one yeah. mm-hmm. because that shit don't break. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god! god. Just uh, threw it. it. Left karaoke in better condition than your knees. <laughs> <sighs> but on a more serious note, uh-huh. <laughs> I mentioned Trixie Mattel, but um. <laughs> but you didn't mention the what other I tricks. Didn't you? mention is the elephant in the room, uh-huh. which is that um, we lost someone recently, uh-huh. and her name is also Trixie, and she was Sarah Haynes' dog, uh-huh. mm-hmm. her beloved Chihuahua. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I believe Trixie was around fifteen. I she think, was yeah. old. Yeah, extremely. But she was Sarah's baby best friend. Yeah, she was. L- the sister that Sarah never had. She was the friend everyone deserves. Yeah. Um, and she passed away, uh-huh. I think, cancer. Yes. It oh. was a quick diagnosis and then a quick passing. It was an inter it was interesting timing because Sarah just gave birth to little baby yes. Sandra. And Trixie passed away the almost as though Trixie like, was kind of waiting yes first to make sure everything was okay with Sandra yes. and then God must have needed another angel because uh-huh. Trixie was called to heaven as yeah. all dogs are yes yeah. all dogs go to heaven so yeah. we just want to say uh we miss you Trixie we'll mm-hmm. miss hearing about you oh my god yeah because uh, she spoke about Trixie as if it was literally one of her kids and she would like often talk about tricks about like loving Trixie more than her husband. Yeah. 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 She posted a picture recently 
uh, with her kids, and on the couch she was sitting, there was a picture of a pillow with, with a picture Trixie's of Trixie's face. face. Yeah. Anyway, this morning, or uh, like today at work, I was listening to Lady Gaga's new version of Joanne, the piano version, and I thought about Trixie, and I, it just like felt like it that was the perfect song yeah. for Sarah. I watched the video today, uh-huh. and the video is <laughs> the video is actually so funny. It's like <laughs> black and white Lady Gaga walking through a forest, like literally looking for Joanne, like looking up, like Joanne. Like, where do you think? Yeah, girl, where where, you think where, where do you think you're going, girl? Um, <laughs> it's actually really funny, but the like song she was even like playing pool with her friends yes. and then like <laughs> shot her cue and girl where do you think you're g-? like we got no another ma- round to play <laughs> yeah yeah um but that that song i think does really like represent all of our feelings about uh-huh. this incredible loss mm-hmm. um i don't think the song actually made sense until this moment yeah, yeah. Like, i don't think it, yeah. it really could apply to anything that's what i was yeah that's you said it perfectly that's how i felt when i thought about trixie listening to it mm-hmm. i was like oh now i get it yeah. yeah i think even lady gaga in that video like you could tell that there was some confusion within her about <laughs> what the song was really about mm-hmm. and it, yeah. there's no like real personal connection that yeah. she has to it it's yeah. a stretch it was a stretch uh-huh. for her to like relate it to this aunt yeah that she'd never she met. had never met yeah. i mean how close are any of us to our living aunts, <laughs> let alone ones that we've never met? But I, I think that now this song actually will have its moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of Trixie. Because of Trixie. So I just want to give a rundown of some other things that went down other than uh-huh. uh, the loss of our beloved Trixie in uh-huh. the last few weeks. One of which being Whoopi um, spoke at the Women's March, mm-hmm. also known as the Quine's March. March. Um, and a Quine met another Quine when Whoopi <laughs> was rubbing elbows with none other than the Grammy-nominated artist Halsey, who I can only take away that they are friends and know each other, know exactly who each other are, mm-hmm. and are big fans of one another. I'm buying it. And close yeah. personal friends. Uh, yeah, no, there's no way that Whoopi just found out day of who Halsey is. No, there's no way. It was posted on the Views Instagram, mm-hmm. and you can just tell the it, the energy between them was electric. It was oh yeah, two old, two old Quines, Grammy nominated Quines, yes. two Quines who go way back. Yeah. Quines history, a lot of it. And speaking of Quines, I also uh, have been very into. Project Runway All Stars mm-hmm. this it. season, and Whoopi uh, recently took her ass to the Project Runway All Stars runway show to be a guest judge. Whoa! And because when I think of fashion, impe- I think of yeah, Whoopi. impeccable fast yeah. fashion choice it, is. It was incredible seeing Whoopi Goldberg, as I've said before, sitting next mm. to Harvey Weinstein's. Um, ex-wife uh-huh. and Alyssa milano right interesting also yeah. <laughs> also um critical to the me too movement <laughs> yeah. in vastly different ways yes yeah all standing there judging 
Project Runway <laughs> fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. That's all that happened. Um, I'd like to introduce a new segment to the show. Uh-huh. Um, because I've realized that, like, Megan being... <laughs> I've realized, like, when I say, like, Megan had a week... I've now gotten to know her. I've realized every week every Megan week is, is going to have week. a week. Yeah. So I'd like to introduce my new favorite segment. It's called What's Megan Mad About Now? We're not doctors. A psychiatrist but we are it talk show So Marie, what's Megan Mad About Now? <laughs> Number one on my, on my list of what Megan is mad about now is she's mad that one day, like a couple weeks ago, I don't know, the veterans <laughs> couldn't watch the championship football game. Right. She's mad about the government shutdown and how it affected the veterans' yes. ability to watch football. A, f- a, sing- a one football game. Uh, it sounded like an important uh, playoff like, or something, <laughs> she said. Yeah. And for whatever reason... The government shutdown forbade them <laughs> from watching this one football game. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Mitchell, what <laughs> is Megan screaming about now? She was particularly angry about finding out new pieces of information, um, <laughs> particularly when Joy Behar um, delivers that information to mm-hmm. her for the what first about? time. So... Joy had said something about how when the government was on lockdown in 2013, thir- yeah. <laughs> same thing. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm being the joy. Short, I'm being the joy, and you're being the Megan. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so she was, she was mad. Uh, so the government was on lockdown in 2013, uh-huh. and the 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 troops. Uh huh. Yeah. Our, our boys in blue and green. <laughs> were still paid at that time yes but this time they're not because of trump yeah and joy delivered that information to her megan disagreed and then joy said no it's real that's i'm, I'm telling you <laughs> and then megan did it make her mad it, it, it did make her very mad the she was all fury furious <laughs> yeah she got mad you know what else megan's been Tell mad us. about in the past few weeks She's mad that Anna Navarro is guest hosting so much mm-hmm. that she's starting to question whether Anna Navarro is truly a Republican or not. Yeah. She badgers Anna so much about whether or not she she's constantly like, are you even still a yeah, Republican or, then? Or she'll ask, why are you even still a right. Republican? Because she can't handle that Anna Navarro is a Republican who still has a difference in opinion than her. Therefore, she cannot belong to the same political party as her. (laughs) To the point that she almost made Anna Navarro cry out of passion, defending her views on DACA as an immigrant Uh who... Or maybe she said she was like a child of immigrants. Yeah, she was like, no, I don't want She was like, I was eight years old when I was brought to this country. Right. I didn't want to come here. It but wasn't my parents her choice. were lucky that they yeah. got visas. Had they not, I would have been a dreamer. Right. Megan to, was very mad. She portrayed point, that as like a betrayal of her and her family. Yes. Yeah. To the point that Megan and her were screaming over each yes. other that 
Whoopi had to intervene yeah. and say stop Which screaming. Which brings me to another reason what why is Megan, Megan is mad. mad about. Megan's mad when Whoopi does her job because when Whoopi <laughs> was like stop, stop, stop. If we're gonna talk about this, we're gonna do it like like real like adult people. And Megan's jaw dropped. She was like shocked that anyone would be like stop screaming. Right. Because yeah, Megan has no respect for she Whoopi as no a moderator. Respect. She, she loves Whoopi, but no, she, she can't, can't bedave, bedave, and they and all have to go home. Yeah. But you know what else she was mad about? What? The fact that her dressing room is smaller than Joy Behar's. <laughs> that one particularly is the reason I think she wakes up mad. Yeah. Right. And it's a small dressing room. Up. I'm glad that you brought that up because. Um, First of all, that concludes our, our first segment. ever edition of What's Megan Mad About Now? Because I'd like to talk about one of the best things I've ever seen that uh-huh. ha- happened on The View recently, <laughs> which is that uh, they brought trading spaces to The View yes. and had Megan McCain and her enemy, Joy Behar, make over each other's dressing rooms uh-huh. and by that i mean they had <laughs> nate burkis's yeah. interior boyfriend. designer yeah. boyfriend come in and do it for them yeah. and if you have if you don't know who this man is uh just imagine if just eddie redmayne and ellen DeGeneres had the perfect child like the perfect baby who was actually 36 years old yeah yeah like if they had a baby or if they just like were running really fast and smashed into each other and became exactly. one person yeah yeah but i also thought he looked a little bit like troy Sivan. Mm. i think you're I projecting that. i th- i was seeing a lot of things in him i i agree to a certain extent and mm-hmm. i also saw the that actor from henry gamble's birthday party that movie I don't know her. I saw the charisma of Hillary Swank at her prime. Whoa. So in a fun shakeup, um, they made over each other's dressing rooms. Um, which dressing room did you guys like better? After? Yeah. Joy's. I, mm, Absolutely. After, like, okay, so they... they Nate Burgess's boyfriend was on a mission to suck the joy out of Joy's dressing room. He made it very clear that all of her little trinkets and the things that bring joy, joy in her life had to go. Right. And he compromised a little bit and put them in what he called a cabinet of curiosities. Yes. yes. So my takeaway was that I had no idea that Joy owned so many um, dolls and I think at one point she was like, he, she better not take away my dolls or something like that to the camera. And it was really spooky. Yeah. But Joy has all of these like, Hillary Clinton. She has They're two Hillary two Clinton Hillary's dolls. Different sizes. Yeah. yeah, but the the design, like the the artistry is like the yeah. same on all of them. It, you can tell it's the same person. The who did story them. there, I'm pretty sure, is Joy had like a bottle or two of Chardonnay, <laughs> got out her credit card one night and what, did a little right? online Went nuts shopping. On Etsy. Yeah. yeah. And Etsy. then the owner of the store was like, oh, you bought one? Let me send you six more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she did also give a little bit of like, we learned so much about her and Megan in this segment. Like mm. she explained that people bring her stuff all the time yes. and yeah. she feels bad about like throwing it away, which I thought was sweet. So she like puts it on display. Yeah. So and the, they call it trash, but to joy, that's not trash. 
Yes. Yeah. And the solution was that Megan and Nate Burgess's boyfriend, who doesn't have a name to me, yeah. um, made a cabinet for Joy to put her dolls in. Yes. So that she's not just hoarding things all over the place. That's... Uh, but the f- in the final product... So you guys all like Joy's the best? I like I didn't like it, but it was the best one. Yeah, and I agree. And but it, for me it was the marble. Again, mm-hmm. like we're getting back to my <laughs> love of marble. marble. Um, As it was those marble side tables that right. did it for me. They put in marble side tables Solid, for, for yeah. Joy. Mm-hmm. And they made Megan carry them up to the <laughs> dressing room. <laughs> It was like CrossFit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what about what Joy did for Megan? Uh-huh. Which was throw Which was some furry stool. <laughs> and they used the word poof, like that was like the actual term for it. Yeah, yeah. Nate Burgess' like, boyfriend, furry who, poof. again, nameless, yeah. he's yeah, like Joy. a replicant of a replicant <laughs> of a person that maybe once existed sometime down the line in the future. But he, <laughs> he was like, what do you think of the poof? Because... <laughs> Because that was the one thing Joy contributed. There was a shot of her walking in the room, (laughs) throwing it on the the floor. Over her head. Like it was a heavy bucket of water and then launching it onto the ground. And then her face said, I think we're done here. (laughs) Yeah. Well, there there was one other thing. Like, aside Uh from building a shoe rack, well, having someone build a shoe rack for Megan she also brought in a picture for Megan of a cartoon of like a sexy Paul Ryan yeah and it was like in the style of every weird thing that Joy has decorating her office which is the the complete different style than what Megan would ever put in her office right it was yeah it's in the style of like something that you would find at like Niagara Falls or like on like a tourist boardwalk like a street caricature drawing yeah yeah and that's all because Megan had Mentioned, previously yeah. said on air that she thought Paul Ryan was the sexiest guy. Mm-hmm. Which made me want to puke a lot, but I didn't <sighs> at all. Yeah. It's just, she, Megan McCain, I I love her and I hate her. She's yeah. an enigma wrapped in a riddle and cash. cash. And by that, I mean, she's literally Erica Jane. That's what I was thinking yes. the whole time. Yes. It's like Erica Jane and Trixie Mattel right. as, as a, as a cis, hu- like as a cis straight woman. Yes. Right. Who's yeah. from Arizona yes. and a Republican. And that's the other thing I wanted to bring up from the women's march because I forgot um, to mention is Megan and Erica Jane actually had an interaction. Yes. Because someone wow. had someone at the women's march had made this sign that was like women not to mess with, and it was yeah. a list. And most of the women were like, "It was an interesting." It was like Erica Jane. Let me just mix find of it. Women. Who provided this list? Someone wrote it out on a poster okay. and brought so it to the Quain March. Quain's not to Quain well. So at So at the Quain March, um, the sign said 20 women not to mess with huh. besides my mom. Ooh. And the list is Cardi B, Khaleesi, Wendy Williams, the entire Real Housewives of Atlanta cast, All Judge Judy, Nikki Haley, Remy Ma, 
Anna Navarro, uh, Judge Pirro, and the rest <laughs> of the articulate, strong Fox News women, um, Erica Jane, Naomi Campbell, especially when cell phone in hand, uh, and Megan McCain. The thing about this list is it makes no sense. Ooh. I can't. I, here's the thing. I can't think of a single person who would think of all of these people it, except for Megan McCain. Like Megan McCain would right. think of all of these. Alert. Yeah. Megan McCain. It's as would if come yeah, up with all and of she these tried people. to cover it up by putting her name last. Yes. Like, yes, like when you do a group project and you're the one who did well, the cover page, her name's you put your you name did. last. Mm-hmm. Her name's not last. Black well. China's name is last. Um, I thought it was first. Who did you say? Oh, Cardi B was first. But and like, Black China was last. I literally can't Cardi think of B. the woman of the point who would come up with this poster except for Megan because nobody is like that confusing. I know like, Judge Judy didn't write it. No. Because her name was buried in the middle. Right. But I know Sheree Whitfield didn't write it. <laughs> my my point is Erica Jane and Megan were both tagged in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Erica Jane at the pretty mess commented, love it with a heart. And Megan responded with four or five more hearts. So they had a little they interaction. Have a rapport. So it was like the two twins separated yeah. at birth. All we need is for Trixie to now come into this unholy trinity right and she's talking about trixie mattel from yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. For n- not who should have been on the list but who is megan's like yeah. style. no the dog should have been yeah on the list. I'm sorry. so so much of megan's styling day to day it's either erica or it's trixie mattel <laughs> all right quite i literally have no idea what we're talking about anymore <laughs> i but yeah that's um well, that's so what Megan's that's mad at. Basically, <laughs> basically, like that's all the stuff that I think happened since we last did this podcast. Yes. Is it getting hot in here? Because <laughs> I think there's some hot topics coming on. Okay, we have a lot of hot topics to cover because we watched about thirty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hours of footage. Yeah, I had a. Honey, honey, I had a lot going Ooh, on honey. this week, so I got caught up <laughs> today. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so we all watched, like, on we today. watched, like, three weeks of The View in uh-huh. one day. So we've got a lot of hot topics to get to. The topic, this is probably my favorite topic of the past couple yeah. of weeks, which is there's new... Y'all, there are some new apps out there. The first one. And one one of them is called We Croak. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which provides a daily reminder that you're going to die. So it'll like Mm -hmm. text you or something and it'll say, don't forget, you're going to die. Yeah. Or it'll be like, new beginning coming soon. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And Whoopi asked, is this helpful? Yes. I think it is for people... So a thing about me is that I'm constantly thinking about death. But I think that for people who aren't like that, it's a good reminder to like live your life to the fullest because you could get hit by a, a streetcar at any moment. So I do think it's helpful to some people. Who? Yeah, I guess there are a lot of people that probably don't go think about, about death every waking moment. But considering you have a fresh tattoo of the Grim Reaper <laughs> 
on your arm it's true. looking directly That's at me. not an me. issue I have. It's not an issue for any of us in here in this room. Literally I have half an arm of just <gasps> death tattooed on my body. Yeah. So they quickly got over talking about the We Croak app and moved on to the, another app that supposedly Oh, I really acts, like uh-huh. this conversation. Yes. So supposedly this app is made to act as a legal document. It's a sexual consent Providing app. consent. It's legally so binding if you tap. If you say, yes, I consent to having this sex here right now, then it's supposed to take away any he said, she said sort of things. Right. Um, so the app works like if you think you're, if you're like maybe to, on a date yeah. or something, you... Each tap your phones together. Yeah. To you make them kiss. You mm-hmm. make your phones kiss. As we all have done. Mm. As we always do on dates. To like signify like consent. Or yeah. Somehow it like lets yes. your phones know that you're both consenting. Apparently yeah. it's legally binding, and they talked about yeah. like so what the happens. Issue is like sometimes you'll be like yeah. And then halfway through, you're like, wait, I don't want right. to talk about like, that. Like, the big topic was like, what if change your mind? Yeah, Red flag. for me was like, so sometimes I've been extremely drunk on my phone and I've tapped a lot of things that I wouldn't have tapped. You're just a had tipping I and a tapping and a throwing. And an example that came up that loops us back to the hot top was last night, a friend of mine saw someone on TV wearing a shirt that in glitter said, dom top and in the moment they were like i need to buy that shirt and tapped their phone and ordered it and then today they were like oh that shirt cost me 50 dollars and like i wouldn't have done that had i been been sober and Mm -hmm. i've been that person where i've like ordered something or done something stupid on my phone that i wouldn't have done if i was sober so i feel like the it's not it does. It isn't legally binding. I just, yeah, I'm not buying that. This is a that. First of all, the app is called Legal Fling. <laughs> oh God, uh, this was definitely created by like Sounds some like, Silicon Valley like oh, yeah. MRA. Yeah, it, who was like, oh my God, I'm so afraid that I'm gonna be one of those guys in yeah. the news. Like, how am I supposed to even know? Like, yes. there must be some sort of way. And then he came up with this app, and yeah. he was like, and it's gotta be legally binding because then you know. Also, like. If you, not to get dark, but like if you've drugged someone or something or if yes. they're so incapacitated, y'all can just bump phones and be like, oh, she agreed. It's actually so problematic yes. to have something legally yeah. binding because. I don't you, think it's legal. Like, how is that legally binding? I think that binding? they were, no, I think that Sunny was like. Exaggerating mistaken. like yeah. how she does. Also, oh. I had like a revelation while we were watching that Sunny is Sheree Whitfield. And I don't know why it never occurred to me. Why? Because she is a <laughs> bad server because she always spills yes, the tea? Because sometimes she'll talk about things and you're like, I know you don't know what you're talking about. And I know that you don't have all the facts, but you're talking about it as if you're like the expert. Yeah. I have a coworker that <laughs> does not like Sunny. And I love Sunny because she's willing to like 
talk about anything. Yeah, like, she really puts herself out her there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I will commend her for that. But uh, I have a coworker who just can't stand her because she always says that Sunny will like hear someone else's point and then say their point in her own words. Yes. Love that. She brings it yes, up all the, every day I come to work and she's like, did you hear what Sunny said? <laughs> it's actually so funny. But back to this it's so, app. It's so sunny. <laughs> but back to this app. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just think, I just can't picture like how it works. Like is like, like I'm the logistics of it. Like is your dick like about to penetrate and then you're like i think it's like hold on yeah or is it like we're starting we have we're making a dick appointment and you arrive at my door and we do the app to be like a dick appointment we went on a date and now we're at one of the person's houses making out and you're like hey so if something happens are you okay with it i think in the perfect world, that's the but situation that the app was made. But doesn't happen 45 yeah, yeah, minutes yeah, yeah. before. So in the idealistic way, that's what the app was made to do. To be like, hey, are you okay with this? Okay, baby. Like, But that's not what is the, actually yeah, going to happen. The app is based off of like creepy guys' ill-conceived Having, notion yes. of what consent even is. And it's only is. a thing because obviously the people who have to use this are people who have had an issue in the past yes. of being like, it was totally cool. Yeah. Wow. And and I was about to call her Shrey. And Sunny even said, she was like, I have athlete friends who make girls sign consent forms as yeah, soon which as they come over to be like, oh, we consent to having sex. <gasps> yeah. What? And Sunny was who like, people kept trying to point out like the gaping holes of like logic in yeah. this app. And Sunny would constantly just be like, all you got to do is tap. Yeah. All you got to do is tap. Yeah. People kept being like, but what if you decide halfway through that like, you don't want to? tap. She's like, well, it's already been tapped, so I don't know. I have football friends. <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I just don't logistically understand that. No, it makes no sense. It make sense. And it, no, it absolutely doesn't make sense. It's two things. It's like people think that technology can solve everything, yeah. which it solves nothing. It only makes things worse. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is like. People are trying to make money off of something really important that's happening. And they're like, oh, they see like this, like Me Too movement happening. And they're like, how could I profit? By taking like the worst side of it. Yeah. 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 Wow. So much passion on this topic. My question to you is if you could make an app, what would it be? We Croak. And I recommend you (laughs) download it. This episode is sponsored by We Croak. I've always had an idea for an app mm-hmm. and I don't know if it would ever work, but I also think it has a p- some potential, which is it's, a, it's like Tinder, but instead of face pictures, it's all just dicks. Mm. I like okay. that. So you put your, you put a picture of your dick and you, if you swipe yes or no on the dick yeah. and if your dicks match, it'll ask, would you like to see face? Oh. That's really fun. It's like a blind date. Yeah. So, and then it's it's like well our dicks are compatible like and you never know what you could face be really is surprised be by the face it could yeah. be it could, it could be, be a lot of fun yeah that's my yeah. app that could bring a lot of joy to our lives c- like actually yeah <laughs> what's your idea mm, i don't want to share them right now because i don't want anybody to steal oh, okay. it my idea is it's like tinder or like grinder where if you're in a certain area and something crazy is happening, like say you're at the mall and someone and you, and there's like a fight breaking out it, you connect to all the people around you to be like, 
are you are you seeing this? <laughs> so it connects you so that you're able to like text so you're able to like text within like a yes. hundred meters of being like, Oh my god, like what are you it's okay? sort of like what's happening? Yeah. If you're on like transit or like the Eaton Center, like any you know, any like big public area, it'll connect you to like the people who are like 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 five hundred meters in the area to be like, Did you see that? So that you can like talk it out with people instead of trying to explain it to someone later being like i saw the craziest thing happen on the subway and they don't care if you your friends don't care what you saw on the subway. In, but the yeah. person who saw it they want to talk about it too but not out loud that right. solves the problem yeah. of like yes. feeling like you're yes, the so, only and when one you see a cra- like uh, when you see someone who's ha- going through it on like public transportation and everyone is like playing pretending to play on their phones well you could actually be on your phones talking to the person who's like sitting across from you being like are you okay right is this it okay kind for of you? reminds like, do you me feel scared it reminds me a little bit of yik yak r.i.p did you guys okay. ever have oh yik yak? yeah no yeah, but i've was... heard of so her yik yak um y- it was kind of like anonymous it was an anonymous mm-hmm. like twitter for people that were in your area right so you could just say a statement or whatever and people would you could comment on it yeah. and you could vote up or down. And if you got so many votes down, it would go away. And right. sometimes people would say like really funny things cause it's completely anonymous yeah. and other times like not so, not much. so much. And it, it was kind of fun, yeah. but it doesn't exist now. Yeah. That's my, that's my idea. And it's called, are you seeing this? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love it too. Kay. Let's move on to one of our other 12 hot topics. Okay. So um, in Sarah's absence, as I said, we've been blessed with a lot of guest hosts. And one of them was Wendy Williams. How you doing? (laughs) So Whoopi asked, uh, she said, someone wrote into the Washington Post advice section and said, what do I do about a friend who invites herself to a birthday party? Can you disinvite someone when they just invited themselves and i think they kind of took it to be about like what if you invite your friend and then they invite another friend right mm-hmm. that you did not invite is it okay to be like actually no you can't come here's my answer yes you absolutely can you absolutely can but i've never thrown a party that was like so important that i would be like no you can't well what about if you're throwing a karaoke party and you oh, only yeah. can invite 30 people and you've invited about 35 but even then like I like to think of myself as being the person who'd be like, no, you can't. But it's literally happened where I've just been like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Cue up. Can't fight the moonlight. Like, mm-hmm. So I like to think that I'd put my foot down and be like, no, you can't. But it's literally happened where I've just been like, yeah, whatever. Who cares? If I'm throwing a party and it's in my home or it's like in an open space, <laughs> It's, Wide I, open I'll in, spaces. I'll invite anyone. Like I'm very sunny Austin about yeah. it. Like as long as there's liquor, like anyone yeah, can come. Yeah, liquor in the front, poker it's in the rear. Like, it's not like it's a wedding, and you know, yeah. it's like two hundred dollars a plate. Like I, what's I what do you yes. what do you lose? Well, That's Joy one extra told body. the story about the wedding, about Liza Minnelli's wedding. Tell it, Marie. Oh. So she said that on air they were talking about Liza's wedding, and Joy had yet to be invited. And on air, she was like, "Liza, invite me!" And then Liza invited her to the wedding because she basically forced her but into see, it. That's a little different because Liza did She's invite got a her. Budget, and also Liza's got the budget that yeah. like normal person doesn't have. But I'm with Wendy Williams. Like, it's totally within your right. Oh yeah. Wendy said, 
absolutely you can disinvite totally. someone and if you don't like that then i'll find a new friend yeah and i agree you have the right to disinvite someone if they were not invited in the first place but yes. then that's not your friend in the first place that's, so what do you have to lose well you could it, insult the friend that they also their other friend that you did invite well if they're close to you they should understand like, sorry, I don't have the seating to invite yeah. this extra person. What if you are having a party for, say, 15 to 20 people uh-huh. and you were cooking food and that's all that's all the food you had? Yeah. And someone said, can I please bring one guest? I have no choice. I have no yes. choice. Can I bring one extra person? Yes. You wouldn't say no. I wouldn't say no to one. What? Person. Okay. So then, what if you said no? I'm so sorry. I only have this many chairs. Uh-huh. And they said, I totally understand. That's totally fine. I'm, but I have to spend the day with this person, so I can't come to your party. Yeah. Would you be angry? If it was literally mm. there's no chairs, I would. I would probably be like, lol. <laughs> I don't have seating <laughs> for them. Like. Uh, mm, but and then I'd be like, okay, if you prefer to hang out with that person, then okay. This sounds so like who cares? rich Bye. people problems, yeah, yes, honestly. honestly. Like I have four guys, friends we're sitting and I on the live. Floor right yeah, now. <laughs> I live in an apartment that's like the size of a bucket of chicken, I, and yeah. I have two, maybe three friends. I live that's in a it. dorm room. We're sitting on the floor as we speak. So you so. okay? So I would let me be, okay. Yeah. But I'm asking you to really like relate. think about it. Okay, so I have this friend that you just hate. You hate him. Yeah. You invite me over for a small, intimate birthday dinner. Soiree. I already know my answer. And you said you have t- you decide. Sorry, you cannot bring this person. You know I hate them. And then I say like, I can't come then either. Are you mad? Well, yeah, because you've put me in this very complicated situation where I see first I would have told you up front, like you're invited. This but is, don't you ever even think about don't, it. Yeah. I would tell you th- that would be on your invitation. Actually, it would be the invitation would be addressed to Kevin and not that little thing right here. <laughs> not that little thing right here. <laughs> OK, fair enough. Thank you for. Yeah. So. I mean, I got that's the answer that I was looking for. It just it sounds like see the thing. uh, Yeah. When advice things. I first of all, someone where did someone write this letter into the Washington Post? They were like, let me take it to the top. Like, this is the most clear cut, obvious thing. Like this bitch went and saw the post. Yeah. And what the (laughs) and was like, they can solve everything. And then, like, it not only, like, it left the Washington Post hands yeah. and went into Wendy. not only our hands, Wendy ABC Williams News. touched it, yeah. Whoopi touched yeah. it. Yeah. Speaking of Wendy, though, yeah, um, you told me, like, Wendy was acting out okay. today. Wendy was acting out oh, yesterday don't. and today. I think it was mostly yesterday. I don't know. Her whole life. So, <clears throat> Wendy said that. On her own show. So, yeah. So, on the Wendy Williams show, she brought up how people are 
uh, protesting R. Kelly by using the hashtag mute R. Kelly. And it's already here's what she didn't reveal is that that hashtag has already successfully canceled eight of his shows in the United States. Wow. What Wendy took away from it was she decided to say black people have never really been that good at protesting. Not since the King marches. Wendy. Okay. Wendy. <laughs> um, and then she later on was talking about a different topic and brought it back to the R. Kelly thing and was like, I'm sick of me too. Cause uh. like me too means you're looking at every guy being like, ah, me too, me too. Right. Like, that's yeah. not fair. And the R. Kelly thing, that's not part of me too. Those girls, they know they're there. They want to be there. I saw the P video, that girl, she was down for it. Like editors oh, know, editors God. know like that girl's 14 even if as a 14-year-old... She said that? Like, You're not even supposed yes, to be watching yes. that video. Even as a 14-year-old, if she's quote-unquote down for it, that isn't consent. That's not the consent app. That's not, like, legal. Oh, my God. That's nope. we croak. That's, that's we croak. I was about to me croak when I saw her say that. I... So she was like, oh, that girl was down for it. The other girl, Aaliyah, her parents, when she when he married Aaliyah at 15... Leave Aaliyah out of there. Leave Aaliyah Honestly, Wendy, keep that name out your goddamn mouth. Yeah. I love, like, I think Wendy Williams, as I said, is like the m- most memeable person. I like. I love seeing her yeah. coast yeah. the view. But she's, like the she's honest, so, like she's she's so the problematic fave though. Like yeah. she, in, yeah. she, there wasn't a need for that term until Wendy Williams yes. came right. into existence. And what's horrible? It's is so like, hard. Sometimes she'll say things that you're like, haha, funny and true, and then other times she says things that she thinks are on the same level, and it's like not nah, on the no. No, she. That's the thing. Is like she thinks she's being relatable constantly, and yes. when she's on, she's on, and when she is being relatable, it. it cuts deep like yeah. it's 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 like a type of relatable that you do not see on daytime yeah. tv she gave a really great Lindsay lohan interview yeah that and then great. other times she like accuses a 14 year old of like raping yeah. herself like, and this what? is what i was telling you all about earlier is like i like she she's gotten me through a lot in life but i had mm-hmm. to cut her off at a certain point because toxic. just like any friend in your life it's yeah. like yeah i support you and i want the best for you and I will hold you accountable for your fuck ups because yeah. that's what a good friend does. And I was yeah. like a really wow. good friend to her. <laughs> <laughs> but at a certain point, like you yeah. can only take so much. It was like a lot of emotional labor for me to have to watch um, yeah. the after show and like her hot topics. Mm-hmm. Um, so who did it first? The view or Wendy Williams? They so both the do view hot did it first. And Wendy actually came on the view at one time i think i've maybe already said this in the podcast but she uh barbara walters confronted wendy Mm because she was like so you do hot topics on your show and then wendy flipped it back on barbara and was like yes i do and you know what i contacted you guys and i asked if it was okay if i did a hot topic segment and you didn't answer me so So i ran with it (laughs) love it and barbara was shook obviously yeah i like her no nonsense like i'm not gonna like bullshit anything nini leaks could do the show just as well oh if yeah not better. but they're, yes. they're like equally matched in charisma levels yeah yeah, yeah. Like, and and i feel like wendy sometimes like says things knowing that it's not right 
and like it's only to troll. like keep herself yeah. alive. Whereas Nini, it's like she'll do that, but on a different level. She would never be like, oh, that girl was asking to be raped. Like that's not, like that's not her thing. So I don't know. I just yeah, Wendy's back on her bullshit after like a successful time on The View. So well, who cares? Yeah, but onto some more important topics. Yes. Um, so our beloved Tanya Harding. Uh-huh. Angel. Right. So uh So what had happened? I don't know if everyone knows this, but Tanya's been on a bit of a media tour uh-huh. and uh she was uh doing some sort of interview with Piers Morgan, yeah. who's a garbage person of the but year. He was a morning show in the UK. Right, and Tanya was there via satellite. Yes. And is that a good drag name? Via, via satellite. Love satellite. <laughs> via satellite. Oh my god. Um uh, welcome to the stage. So they were talking and uh Pierce like he's he it's like he was accusing her basically of like writing the film because his whole thing was like well I really think that even though the movie paints you as a victim I think the real victim was Nancy Kerrigan because she's the one who got hit but it's like okay well first of all uh Tanya never said that Right, it's, and and that's not the point of the movie, and yeah, even and that's, remotely. Yes, like, and that's not the point of why Tanya was giving the interview. Right, and so the result was Tanya wasn't having it, wasn't there she, to yeah, defend. But she gracefully was like, smiled and was like, "I'm gonna have to end think, the interview." Yeah, I, like I'm so um, grateful yeah. that you guys had me, but I think I'm gonna have to end the interview. Like, have a good night. Yeah. So they discussed this on the View. And basically everyone stood up for her because they're all huge fans of I, Tanya. And the way that they talk about I, Tanya is they talk about it as if it's a documentary. Like they were referring to parts of the movie as if like that was Bible. Like that was what happened. Even Whoopi had a moment where she like self-checked and she was like, she was like, and in the, oh, it was based, it was based on transcripts of things that they actually said. So she was like, they kind of just. Instead yeah. of doing a document, they just read it out loud. Yeah. The transcripts. But that's like my most favorite thing about the view. All of the view cast right now is that they all stand so hard for I, so Tanya. It, yeah. Even in another topic when they were talking, talking about, about Oscars, Oscars. And Megan, Megan was like, <laughs> I don't give a shit about any of these films except on. I don't give a fart and I don't give a shit about anything except I, Tanya. Let's, I don't even want to fucking talk about it. Wow. That's a direct quote. That's wow. a direct the Megan McCain. Verbatim. Verbatim. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I love that they're standing so hard for I, right. Tanya. Yeah. Even when Megan is dressed as Lady Bird, I just am <laughs> living for it. Right. <laughs> yeah. What did Megan say? She like, yeah, n- never mind. You j- you just pretty much captured yeah. it. But she was just like, I don't care about any of the movies. I only care about I, Tanya. Yeah. yeah and Oscars, they all talk about it. Who is she like, though? I, Tanya? <laughs> they were referencing plot points in the movie as if it was yeah. that's what happened like i was yeah yeah okay. anyway so <laughs> that was one topic yeah but um something insane happened <laughs> which is it, it's kind of a, it's just like an example of like when things are too good to be true mm-hmm. so i guess tanya harding was supposed oh to be a guest on the view and yes. when they're talking about this pierce morgan interview they frequently they refer to like well We'll have to ask her when she's here. They won't stop bringing it up to the point that it seems, looking back on it now, it seems like they absolutely cursed themselves because yeah. I've never like seen them like 
pre like i've never seen they them, like, were build so up excited something. yes they were more excited for tanya harding than they were for president obama oh my god if oprah was, was like i'm gonna be fifth chair they would be like and next week tanya harding like yeah. they were so they would not stop referencing it yeah Whoopi so, totally mentioned it yeah. like so, three times within yes. a 30 second so gap. obviously on, what happened on the day Guess who canceled and didn't show up for her interview? Yeah. Tanya, Tanya Harding. Oh, Tanya Harding did. Oh. And I know people who specifically specifically the curators of the Tanya Harding Nancy Kerrigan 1994 Museum in Brooklyn. You can go see it. You can make an appointment on Ticketweb. Um, <laughs> they got tickets to go see Tanya. Finally, and it was like, finally, the meeting that we've all been waiting for. They're going to see Tanya Harding in real life. With Whoopi Goldberg uh, yeah, and Joe Behar. Yes. And while they were there, they were like, there's whispers that Tanya isn't showing oh. up. And then, lo and behold. Day of Hot Topics. Day of. And it was, it was, uh, my, it was, uh, win my view, or what is it? My view deal. Oh, was it? Yes, it was. Um, it was. It's uh, called view your deal. It was view your deal. Sarah Haynes so they were like, segment. No matter by Sunny what, Hostin. at least it's view your deal. Where you can get up to seventy percent. Tanya didn't my heart show right now. up. Tanya oh didn't show up. Right. So why do you guys think <laughs> my spirit hurts? So let me ask you. Yeah, my spirit. Yeah. Why do you suppose Tanya didn't okay. show up? I think that Tanya. Okay. This is my uh, pure of heart, wishful answer. I think that Tanya didn't show up partly because the Pierce interview went so badly. But also, like, because of that, I think that she didn't go because she didn't want to take away the focus from I, Tanya and Margot Robbie by creating yet another bad interview headline. Hmm. That's my in my heart of hearts is that she actually cares about I, Tanya so much. And she does I, okay. because she texted Allison when she got her Oscar nom being like, you're going to the big tops girl. <laughs> so what I think you, I that c- it's half and half. Mine is similar, but with a touch less conspiracy than yours. <laughs> like I think that I, I think that she's invested so much into this film and changing the narrative of her life that she when that Pierce interview happened, yeah. it reminded her of that time from before the movie when yes. like she was a joke and she had to keep answering those questions yeah. over and over again. And then I think that she really thought that this movie would change the narrative yes. and people would be on her side, but they're still not convinced, even though that movie tried very hard to convince mm-hmm. us. And I think it did like a fantastic job. I've, yeah. I've like very few negative things to say about that movie. Yeah. But like, Same. I think that she's disappointed that like, it instead of like changing the story, it's actually just bringing it up again. And I think she's yeah. just sick of talking about it. I also think that if the rumors are true and she's entering the U.S. Celebrity Big Brother house, then that's what, another thing I wanted to talk okay, about. Oh, I want to talk about that too. Here. Take yeah. it from here. Well, first I wanted to say like why I think yeah. she didn't. Why I think she didn't come to the View, and I think I'm right. I think I'm why really Tanya didn't come can be the title of this. Yeah. <laughs> why, comma Tanya didn't, didn't come. come. So I think, and I think I'm right because I'm yeah. really smart. Uh, the ABC put out a special. Yes. Right where they interviewed Tanya, and an 
all the teasers, it said, and it's kind of piggybacking on what you said. Yes. It was like they used showing a clip where Tanya admitted that she had heard things about what was going to happen to Nancy, yes, they used, but she wasn't like no, clear they used on it. The nine seconds from right. the probably three hour interview yeah. of her saying, I thought they were going to do yeah. something. They turned yes. that nine seconds into, into a movie. The story. Yeah. They turned so, it into the whole story. So I think that ABC special didn't turn out as positively as it should have yes, for her because it was and like I sensationalized because the view is abc yeah and is actually abc news um i think tanya just didn't want to come do another abc yeah. thing and yeah. if she's got celebrity big brother people in her ear right it would she's make got sense fu- that you know what else you know what else CBS- she's got listen hun <laughs> she's got Julie Chen fucking in her ear. In yeah. her ear. Yes. She has Julie Chen being like, trying come, to protect her. come yeah. to the talk. Because if something um, second, no, the, but also, no, but if something bad talk. happens, I'm just saying if something bad had happened on the view, then they'd be like, oh shit, what if she doesn't show up to big brother? Yeah. And I also came up with another theory just in this yeah. moment as y'all were going over theories. Cause there's, so, there's so many theories. So many, had. so many. Yeah. Um, what if the film isn't really the story? And so she feels conflicted doing interviews because she doesn't know whether to, ha- to right. tell her true story or to go, or with, to the go with the narrative yeah. of the movie. Yeah. Because like, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it would be difficult because like what you brought up with like, I knew something was going to happen. Maybe yeah. she didn't know something was going to happen. And maybe she's only saying that because that was the plot of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do think overall, I, I love that Tanya has been doing so much press, yeah. but it doesn't make sense to me that she's doing any interviews about this movie. It doesn't make me comfortable to see it. No, like, and I don't all. think most people in her situation would do well, any interviews. So, okay, I'm the opposite because I've been obsessed with this story since it happened, since I was Same, like though. six years old. And so I'm finally, I I feel happy that we're actually giving her a, a voice and the opportunity to talk about it herself whereas before it was just like headlines headlines making fun of her so i am happy that she gets to explain her side of things or what however you want to take it i do agree with what you're saying though i think that in my heart i want to think that she had no idea the way that the film depicts it but honestly who the frick knows? I don't know. The film depicted what I always believed, honestly. Okay. Like, I think that we would be, like, we would all be very naive to think that she had absolutely nothing to do with it. But I think that, like, we've all found ourselves in a situation like that. But which is why it's so relatable. It's like, you it. can't, yeah. And then sometimes, like, you can know about something and then it can still happen. And, like, all you, your only failure was not saying anything. And mm-hmm. you have to live with that. But. I think, like we're getting in really deep here, but that's the thing about whenever you talk about Tanya and Nancy, t- Nancy. <laughs> Tanya and Nancy, Nancy yeah. and Nancy Kerrigan, <laughs> the figure skater formerly known as Nancy. <laughs> Here's the other thing. No, but you're what I'm saying is yeah. though, like when you're talking about this story, yeah. you're really not talking about this story. You're yeah. talking about other things. The other thing is on the view, they were like. Tanya ruined Nancy's uh, shot at the Olympics. In fact, 
Nancy went on to win yeah, the, the silver, silver, even though me, like it was deserved, but it, her program and, and Tanya's program were pretty similar. Yeah. And yeah. Tanya placed seventh out of nine and Nancy got second. Right. So it, like, ugh, listen, there's so much at play. Listen, we've got to move on. But okay. all I have to say <laughs> is I, ha- episode. I have seen Nancy skate one time to man i feel like a woman yeah. she IRL? fell down two times yeah and i have <laughs> seen tanya skate to a uh a, a classical version of send in the clowns and do you know what she did and do you know what she did the triple axel <laughs> okay i think it's time that we all take a very deep yeah. breath <laughs> okay uh, that's it for Hot Topics. Yes. And it's time the to wrap. The fire has burnt out mm. on the Hot Topics. It's and now it's time for everyone's favorite. Ten minutes of ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> of crinkle ASMR. No. Um, it's time for the View Theater. Uh-huh. So I wanted to do a clip. That, that dragged me specifically. To hell. <laughs> okay, this clip is about Cara Delevingne, Carla. and it took place not too long ago um, when the panel was Whoopi, Nicole Wallace, Michelle Collins, Quain, uh, <laughs> Rosie Perez, and Raven Simone. And it was a really weird time because mm-hmm. uh, Joy wasn't there. And. <laughs> Because Rosie Perez wasn't always showing up for work. And, uh, I mean, I thought Michelle Collins was great. I thought the chicken was great. Can I do a quick sidebar? Yeah. I don't want to get us too derailed. But, like, because, uh, so I was, like, really big into The View, like, in, like, between, like, 2006 to 2011, maybe. And then every time I go back to watch it, it's like seeing an old friend from like high school when you go back to your old, like your hometown and they've changed a little bit. Mm -hmm. And like this period of the view is like seeing them and they're like, they have like this new identity, but it doesn't really suit them yet. And it's like this really like rebellious, like, whoa, you're like doing too much right now. Like, where is the real you? It's under there somewhere. And I'll see you maybe next year. It'll be different. And you're, we're very right because it was a weird time in the view when they tried to give it a complete makeover and they were like, we're only going to talk about fun stuff. And that's why they hired like Raven and a comedian. But it was like, it was just so ridiculous because that's not how the year started out. Like that's why they have Nicole Wallace who was like a, uh, she like worked for Sarah Palin and yeah. like, yeah, it, it just, it's, it was weird, but like the individuals like were great, but it just didn't make any sense. But like, I'm a huge Michelle Collins fan. <laughs> um, but, uh, so anyways, the this youth theater is about I don't know if that, does everyone remember when Cara Delevingne was on like a yes. morning show and it she had a really like shitty yeah. interview. She was doing morning. press for paper, paper towns, towns, I think. Which is I'm sitting beside the book right now in Marie's apartment. <laughs> so And it's like, really good. Kevin you found a way to drag me in every possible in every possible way. Um <laughs> What happened? What had happened? What had happened was that Kara was doing an interview with 
a very like it was like a small local news outlet in the states um and they started off the interview by calling her carla delavine carla delavine introducing her as carla and then their questions were like normal questions but she took offense to them it was like did you read the book before you did the movie and she was like yeah of course no i, I just winged yeah, it yeah I just winged yeah, it. yeah so she was like not feeling like it was like not vibing with the interviewers she had okay it's like she the first couple questions yes. you had a, r- a right to be sassy yes but then like relax like they, they, they just asked like uh how do you relate to the character and yeah. she was like well i hate her actually no um yeah. and it's like no, the whole Relax. thing just like, spiraled off of Carla Delevingne. Carla Delevingne is in the movie. She joins us live from New York City to talk about Paper Towns. Carla, good morning. Hey. Hi, how you doing? We're doing all right. Nice to have you here. So the movie is based on a best-selling uh, book by John Green. You play Margot, uh, the star character there. Did you get a chance? Uh, the book is taught, I know, at a lot of high schools and such. Did you get a chance to read it, or do you even have time to sit and read? <laughs> These days, you're so busy. Uh, no, I never read the book or the script. Actually, I kind of winged it. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. That's all you need to know. Okay. <laughs> so they talked about this interview on The View, and it was a, uh, it, it was a very like passionate hot topic. Yeah. Um, so we're going to reenact it for you, what happened. Uh-huh. And I'm going to play Whoopi. Mitchell will be Simonier. playing a part of... <laughs> Raven Simonier. And Maria will be taking on a... She's double, double booked. Double duty tonight. You'll be playing Nicole Wallace and Michelle Collins. All right. And away we go. When you're a famous movie star and you get to go on a local news channel to promote a movie that you want people to spend eighteen dollars to go watch, you don't get to act like a bitch. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You you have to understand that every person has their day, right? You don't know if she's on her period. <laughs> well, then cancel the interview if you have your period. No, you don't have to work. I mean, Condoleezza Rice ran the world and she was a woman. But yes, if you're an actress and you're cr- cranky, cancel your morning interview. They're not going to let you do that. They're getting paid to be happy. Listen, I'm in a horrible mood right now. And look how happy I am right now. I'm smiling ear to ear. I have grapes in front of me. Why are you in a horrible mood? Are you hangry? (laughs) I've never been hangry in my life. I eat nine meals a day. I'm on a full Bronx Zoo diet. Like, you know, when they bring the watermelon and the ice cubes for the bear? That's what I eat. I know you. I know how you guys feel, but honestly, you really try just once, just just once to look at the other person's but side. Just cancel the interview. You can't cancel the interview because they've been waiting forever for that interview. So whatever. Then suck it up. Thank you. You know what? I'm sorry. You know she's not a famous actress. She's a newbie. Oh, she's famous. No, no, she's not famous. No, honey. I'm famous. The crowd goes wild. That's all. You're right. You're right. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> no, no, no. You know what it is. You know it isn't easy. It isn't easy, and it's a privilege to do what we do. Those people were trying to do their job. Listen, you can have your period. If you're... If you are supposed to be doing this, you got to find a way to suck it up. 
you don't get to be crappy to people. They're doing their job too. You know what? We all, I have a chest ache. I have <laughs> gas. I can't control. But I go and I do these interviews. You have to admit, there's a difference between your generation and my generation. No, there's, <laughs> there's not. There is professional and there's unprofessional. I was raised by the people you were raised by. Some people think some people weren't raised by that old school thinking. Ding, ding, ding. Well, <laughs> then, then, then here is we're checking you, babe. We're checking you. That was not the right way to handle that, Kara. It just wasn't. all right thoughts feelings i mean i feel like whoopee was right no No one was right oh she's on her period that is insane and would not happen in 2018 like who brought it up Raven. Nicole, I thought. No, Raven was the first one that said, no, she's on her period. You know, you just wake up. Yeah. So (laughs) that wouldn't like that. I mean, Condoleezza Rice ruled the world and she was a woman. On her period. That wouldn't fly now. Like if one of, if any one of the hosts was like, well, maybe she was on her period. They would all scoff and be like, that's what? I also thought it was interesting how Nicole used the word bitch. Yeah. Because. I think, like, that showed, like, how Nicole was, like, not a famous person. Like, she's yeah. a nor- just, like, a normal yeah, 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 woman yeah. because that's mm-hmm. how normal no women talk. Like- but no famous person no. would call us another celebrity uh-huh. bitch. Yeah. Anyways, guys. They, they also left out the most important thing of the interview, which was that it started with her them calling her Carla. Carla. Yeah, and I get, like, like Whoopi yeah. is, like, she's a newbie. She's new on the scene. I've never seen this bitch before in my life. Yeah. But, like. But they d- full out called her by the wrong name. Like, call me by your wrong name. Yeah. yeah. And, like, she's not Whoopi famous. Carla, but, Carla, like, Carla. Carla Del Levine was yeah. famous shish at that yes. time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But that was yeah, like her she- first film. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> okay. Well, Woo! thank you for if you made me it. relive that traumatic time from my past Ew, circa God. 2014. Listen, I don't, I don't, I don't write these things. I just tell what I see and I reenact what I saw. <laughs> and that's, and that's the view theater and that's Deja the view, baby. Yes. So on that note, um, Thank you for sticking with us. Uh-huh. Um, and I hope everyone um, has a great day. Thank you for coming, Mitchell. Thanks. And take a little time, please, to enjoy the Your apps period. that remind you that you're going to die. <laughs>